Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the story of three families. Jay and Gloria are newlyweds. I am Gloria Bridget. Oh, this must be your dad. Actually, no, I'm her husband. Huh? Don't be fooled by the, uh... Give me a second here. Mitchell and Cameron are proud new parents. Look at that baby with those cream puffs. This baby would have grown up in a crowded orphanage if it wasn't for us. Cream puffs. And you know what? No, to all of you who judge. Shame on you. What? She's got the cream puffs. Oh. <laughs> Blair have the traditional family. I'm the cool dad. I know all the dads. <laughs> okay, Brad. Together, yes, we are. No matter how different they are. <laughs> We're here. Coming in. Don't worry, Dad. Nothing gay going on here. They're one day. <laughs> that happened just the other day here. Oh, a beautiful dress. <laughs> I think it's here. Okay. Okay, Phil. <laughs> so she says, Phil, not feel. Huh. Phil. ABC's Modern Family series <laughs> premiere Wednesday, September 23rd on ABC. Every iconic show has their wacky group of characters. They're all different, but somehow they get along in that big dysfunctional family. Yeah. And the Jubal Show is no different. Every week at this time, it's time for the Jubal Show, where we get to know each and every one of our wacky characters a little bit better. There's everybody's drunk Aunt Nina. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Who's putting vodka in the pumpkin spice? Okay. I probably would do whiskey. Thank you very much. <laughs> and of course, everybody's favorite younger sister, Victoria Ramirez. Hi. <laughs> Don't touch that, Victoria. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's our producer, Brad. He's a dad. Pull my finger. <laughs> and then there's oh, no. the weird guy who... Lives outside in the yard for some reason. Oh, you move. And he's either talking about mental health or just running around doing something strange. That's me. Why? My name is Jubal. It's the Jubal Show. Why is he inside? Who let him in here? <laughs> I don't know. 
I, I, I often ask myself that same question. <laughs> Nina, what's up with you this week? So I've been feeling a little bit overwhelmed lately because I have to keep plants alive and a sweet little goldfish. Aww. My parents are in Europe right now. My roommates are in Europe right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nina's, Nina's roommates and her parents are the same people. Yeah, just in case you didn't catch that. But So I have the house to myself, which is excellent. But my, they've got like a tomato garden and they've got basil and then this bamboo and then all these wow. different plants. My mom is really big into gardening and before she left, she's like, Nina, don't kill all my plants. And she set out and she has a schedule of like when I'm supposed to water certain ones because then there's more plants inside, rubber plants, orchids, my money plant, you name it. Everything's wow. on there. So I'm like, oh my gosh. That's stressful. Every other day I got to water the bamboo. Every other day. And then there's a goldfish. Now, of all the things you should never leave me with is a goldfish. I've never been able to keep one alive. What? <laughs> They're easy. Okay. To replace. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dude, <laughs> just do what they do in sitcoms. What? What? If it if the goldfish perishes, right? If you murder the goldfish, Nina. I'm not going to murder, murder the goldfish. <laughs> just oh. go get another one and pass it off as the goldfish. Every morning when what? I wake up. No, seriously. Every morning when I wake up right now, the goldfish's name is Sparkle. Aww. So I'm like, Sparkle, you better be alive. Sparkle, you better be alive. And then Sparkle's there, waggling his tail, ready to get fed again. But Aww. if it dies, I, I can't touch it. So somebody else is going to have to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's up. That's when you call everybody's favorite younger sister, Victoria Ramirez, to come over. <laughs> and you guys hatch a harebrained, harebrained scheme to replace the goldfish. <laughs> and Victoria's plan would be, okay, I got it. Paint me like a goldfish. She won't notice. I'll actually answer the door and say hi when she gets home. She won't even know. She'll think Sparkle just grew up a little bit. Oh right. Victoria, what's up with you this week? I'm picturing me in a goldfish costume. <laughs> no, it's just paint. <laughs> okay, but anyways, I am flying to New York City this weekend, and I'm very excited about it. Goldfish in New York City. No. <laughs> it's a new sitcom. Yeah. Please paint yourself like a goldfish and go around New York City and take some video. I don't think that would look that off in New York City. In Times Square, it sure would that's not true. be able to pull that off. You might get in a fight with the one that's already there being like, I'm the, I'm the Times Square goldfish. Which would also go viral. I want to see two goldfish fighting in Times Square. So, yes, please do that. Uh, do you want to tell us why you're going to New York, Victoria? I'm yes. going to go see the Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah, sweet. Are. You better be here on Monday. Aww. Also, don't <laughs> forget the bagels. What bagels? Oh, you're supposed to bring bagels back. I because know. Because they freeze really well. I'm sorry. You have to sure. remind me the last day so okay. I can go grab them. I'll text you. <laughs> Victoria That's the Goldfish happening. goes to the big city and <laughs> sees a big concert and gets some bagels. <laughs> and forgets to get the bagels. Uh, yeah. She's a Goldfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Every five seconds, she's going to be forgetting where she's at. But she's a goldfish. Aw, that's like Dory. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why Victoria has a good attitude. Some people would be, like, offended at that. Right. Victoria always sees the positive and everything. She's like, oh, how cute. <laughs> I forget things every five seconds. I'm kind of like, Dory, cute. Keep swimming, Victoria. Yeah, don't worry. We'll remind you in a little bit. All right. <laughs> Producer Brad. <laughs> What's up with you this week? Uh, this week, I'm going to go fly for the first time in a while, and I'm very excited about that because it's been a while because our schedule's been so busy that I haven't been able to fly, and I'm excited to go fly a little four-seater plane. Is that the real reason why you haven't been able to fly? You can be honest with us. That, <laughs> and, that and I don't get paid enough. Oh. 
Well, to be able to fly, it costs a lot of money to be able to fly, right? Yeah, very expensive hobby. Chose the wrong one. I just hope you do it because I feel like there have been a few check-ins where this was also the plan and it mm-hmm. didn't get to happen. Yeah, because of weather. I don't yeah. really believe it so. yet. I'm being honest. It's always something. <laughs> well, you'll be the last person I take up in a plane now, just for Aww. saying all this on the radio. And you were you were the most excited about going in a plane, and I now was. you've ruined your chances. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, you're gonna do so great though. Uh, uh-huh. Goldfish could have been in another plane. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot. <laughs> she, yeah, <laughs> to be nice. Uh, um, what's going on with me this week? Yes. Um, oh man, I feel like a goldfish now. I forgot what I was gonna say. No. I, oh, oh, I'm a, um, I went to Watershed. Yeah. Over the weekend. Big festival. It's a big country music festival, and I'm not a big country music fan, but my friends are that want, that go every year, so I decided to go. It was cool. I pulled my, um, I have a, a weird place to pause. <laughs> I took my trailer out there because I have a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was the first time I've done that. That was cool. And so I camped over there. And um, country music is good. Every time, every time I've been to a country music show, it's always super fun. I never listened to it though. Well, what? what kind of fan are you now? You came back and you said that you're part, I'm part of, of the Kojo Nation. There it is, <laughs> Cody Johnson, right? Yeah, yeah. Cody okay. Johnson is his name. Part of the Kojo Nation. Keith Urban was there the next day. <laughs> Pretty rock boy messing with my country music. I could not okay. have. That. <laughs> Country. I love yeah. Keith Urban. Uh-huh. He's not real country, though. <laughs> yes, he is. I'm a part of the Kojo Nation. <laughs> Goes to Watershed yeah. once, comes back Kojo. <laughs> yep. Uh, so it was cool. And I got and I met a lot of people that listen to the show out there, and it was dope. Like, just a lot of really good... Oh, actually, the coolest conversation I had, which brought tears to my eyes, and um, which I was like, man... <laughs> I mean, it was a Kojo Nation night, too, so super country. Yeah. And I'm standing there, and I'm crying and um, based on this conversation. I'm like, I don't know if the Kojo Nation is for that or not. If I should cowboy up and suck up these tears. <laughs> but I let them flow. Because I met this dude out there who was working security at the um, the beer, the alcohol area. Mm-hmm. His name was Drew, and he came up to me, and he's like, hey, you look like this dude on the radio. And I was like... How you doing, partner? <laughs> I am that dude on the radio. But anyway, he was like, I don't know if you remember, but probably like 10 years ago, you were at a Buffalo Wild Wings and you were doing a hot wing challenge. And I was like, yeah, dude, I do. I remember that. It burned my mouth very bad, you know? And he was like, I was the little kid that brought you a glass of milk. Oh, wow. Yeah. And now he's like, you know, 20 something now. Dang, Jubal. Right? And so I was like, some. I, I didn't feel old, though. At the time, I was just like, dude, because I remembered him, too. Yeah. Crazy to see someone who was 10 years old or something at the time that you remember. Still they, working hospitality. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like an insult. <laughs> <pretty spread. laughs> but it was just cool to know, like, um, you know, I've been, I've had a, like, a very rough couple, four or five years, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, where I've been rem- like basically very difficult situation where I've been basically told that um, I'm a terrible person and all that kind of stuff, right? right? So I've been beat down for like four years, right? right. But not anymore. I'm good. Um, but hearing stuff like that hits in a whole different way right now, mm-hmm. you know, especially because um, I had a stepson for a while. And so I've been around kids. I was never really around kids. So I realized how cool that is to be a kid and remember that. Yeah. So when he was telling me that, and then also for me, it's like, dude, it's cool to... It's cool that he's part of my story too. It's just the way people can have an effect on each other's lives and not even realize it was such a special thing. So I was just like, give him a hug. I thought that was super dope. And I Aww. sat there and cried for a little while. 
Aww. Listen to Kojo sing. Listen to Cody Johnson sing some sad country songs. That's a whole nother planet. I love it for yeah. you. It was dope, No, though. that is cool. It was awesome. It was special, actually. People so. should tell people those types of things more often. Yeah. You know, like if you've affected somebody in a good way. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Jubal is the king of taking a moment like and being fully in the moment. I've never seen someone do it as well as you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, it was it was dope. Every single person that I met out there, thank you very much if you're listening right now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you are. Mm-hmm. Or not. Whatever. Do your thing. I'm not trying trying to tell you what to do. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Yes, hello. This is Ted Thibodeau calling from Plum, and I was looking for Melanie. This is her. Hey, Melanie, how are you? I'm just calling to let you know the job is done. We got the plumbing all fixed and ready to go. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. And um, listen, I am going to have to drop by later and drop off some drumsticks for you, okay? So sorry about that. Wait, what are you, what happened? Like, what are you talking about? Why do you need to drop off drumsticks? Oh, well, let me just, I'll just go ahead and get to the point there. So we, um, we went ahead and fixed your sink that was all clogged up. Okay. And that is running right as the rain now. The water flows right through it. But we was um, having a little trouble getting something unstuck. And we could not find anything to unstuck it with. So um, we looked around and there were some drumsticks in the house, which were just the right size. And so we used those drumsticks to unstuck it. But then one of them ended up breaking. So that drumstick is, you know, that drumstick is dead and gone. So we're going to go get you some new ones, though, okay? Because we're going to replace those. You cannot, they're not replaceable. Oh, yes, they are super replaceable. You just go to like the car center, something like that. They have many drumsticks in there. We replaced that. No, I got... Okay, no. I got those when I was 13 years old at a Hanson concert. It was like the best night of my life, and I still love them very much to this day. Like, they gave those to me. You can't just go buy new ones. They gave them to you at the store? I'm so confused. I'm sorry about that. No, they gave it to me at the concert after their show. So the drumstick, like, it looks like it's been used, but that's because they used this this pair of drumsticks the entire concert. When you say they, who is they? Oh, my God. Hanson? I, Hanson? Is that the manufacturer of the serious? drumstick? You want Hanson drumsticks? No, Hanson? No, Hanson is a band. They have been around <laughs> for 30 years, and they had Mbop, you know Mbop, you know Mbop. So, yeah, that song went number one in 27 countries. Like, they were a huge, they were a huge deal, and I still see them in concert to this day. Like, this is not something you could just buy Hanson. So you, let me just make sure I'm picking up what you're putting down, okay? You're telling me the drumsticks that we used to unstuck your sink that one of them broke is now dead gone. That's a drumstick from the Umbop Boys. It was a young okay. band back in the day. Say Umbop, Papa Doo Bop, Shibida Bop, 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 Bop. That one? Okay, that's not that's the song, not the right lyrics, but that that's Hanson, correct. Oh, my. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry. We did not realize that was from the Umbop Boys. So why would you just grab something out of someone's house? Like you're a plumber, you're supposed to be prepared. It is correct, but that drumstick it fit perfectly with how we need to unstuck that I sink. I don't care. You should have tools for that. Go buy a drumstick. You don't just take one from somebody's house. Like I cannot believe this is so, happening. Okay, well that drumstick. I'm so sorry about this. There's nothing we could do now. That drumstick is dead gone. Would you like me to replace the drumstick? Are you kidding me? No, you're not even listening to anything I said. When I was 13, I... Excuse me? Can I finish? Yes, I'm so sorry. Go go ahead. Yes, I'm so sorry. I'm listening. But then now you got the Oombop song stuck in my head. Okay, I'm so sorry. 
when I was 13, mm-hmm. I went to their concert, mm-hmm. and throughout the show, I was, like, asking them for the drumsticks, mm-hmm. and then after the concert, when they were doing their, you know, bow at the end of the show, the drummer walked over and handed me both the drumsticks, okay, that they had used the whole concert. You cannot replace them. I'm sure, I mean, they, I, I'm sure they're probably selling them somewhere. We could find you one, because they, they got to be needing money. They have not been they have not been around in a long time. They've got to be looking for money. I'm sure they're selling oh drumsticks like crazy. I just saw them in concert, like, six months ago. They're fine with money. I just don't understand. Are you stupid? <laughs> like, you cannot replace these. Why are you laughing? Because this is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you, and your husband Isaac set you up. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? Yes, I am. Your drumsticks are fine, but he told us about them. And oh, my God. He said you had plumbers over and wanted to mess with you. And I don't know why, but the way you said, are you stupid, just cracked me up. <laughs> um, okay, but like, seriously, are my drums sick? They're like safe. They're okay. Yes, they're fine. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to kill him. Wake up every morning with Jubal phone pranks. Weekday mornings on the 20s. It's time for What's Trending with Nina. You want to make some fast cash? Yes, yes, I do. You don't have to have an OnlyFans account and you don't even <laughs> need to use feetfinder.com. Oh. Sounded fun. Unless you really want to, Jubal. Okay, cool. Okay. So, (laughs) if you don't want to do those things, your option is to just make Taylor Swift friendship bracelets and sell them on Etsy. There have been people that have made thousands of dollars just by making these bracelets. What? And they're selling them on Etsy. There's a woman who made $5,000, and she said that, like, some weeks she saw over $16,000 in sales. What? Which was more than she was making at her other job. So, she's like, okay, cool. I'm going to sit here and pick all the cute beads and make these bracelets. Wow, that's a lot of money for... Why Why don't people make their own? I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was the whole thing. I thought yeah. that... I mean, it was part of the thing, but I think that this is part of the after effect of the whole Taylor Swift era's tour, too, where you're huh. just reliving it. So what makes... Um, I guess the biggest Taylor Swift fan in the room is Victoria. Right. Mm-hmm. What makes... Is there a special she way to make a... Bracelet that you would pay for off of Etsy? Like, what What would make it special? If Taylor Swift made it herself. Well, okay. Oh, well, Taylor Swift. Right there. She should. Oh, oh, my goodness. She she yeah. could then really retire. She's already put $5 billion dollars into the world's economy, by the way, with this tour. So yeah. that's cool. Let's go. But, so, yeah. Is, but what could somebody do? Like, somebody who's not Taylor Swift. If they made a friendship bracelet and was selling it on Etsy... What would be the thing that, like, that woman who's making 16 grand a month, what would be the thing that would make you want to buy it? Well, that was weeks. Or weeks. Yeah. Jeez. I don't really know. I feel like I wouldn't buy that. That's just me. But it's because she says it in a song lyric, and so everyone started making them, and that's why it's fun. You make them with your friends. I know, but for people to be buying these, you're not making them with your friends. You're buying them from a 46-year-old woman who's at home and decided to make these <laughs> bracelets. Who's charging you for it. And she's, she's not your friend. Right. Well, I think with some people who doesn't don't have time to make them, they're just... It's easier for them to buy them, and all they do is give them out throughout the concert. Taylor Swift fans waited in weeks for merch. They got time. <laughs> <laughs> so much time. Yeah. Or maybe it's just the people that don't identify as very artsy, and they want to be in on it, you know? Maybe. But is there enough of them to make... That's a really good point. I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like what would be so special about that woman's friendship bracelets, or, I mean, they, that, they yeah. just look like the regular ones that people are making, right? Right. Yeah, this article does not say anything else about it other than that she made that much money. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she's not the only one doing it. So I'll just saying, switch up your feet for some bracelets and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> I would want to do that, except I feel like I wouldn't do very well, you know, 
Why? At the feet part or the friendship bracelet? The friendship bracelet okay. part. Well, both. <laughs> okay. But especially the friendship bracelet part. I don't think anybody's going to buy one from a dude that looks like me. <laughs> Make a friendship, Taylor Swift friendship bracelet. I don't know, Jubal. With an artichoke throat tattoo. That might make it special. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so out there. I just see you just with that. <laughs> well, not like that. <laughs> hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Well, I broke up with this guy because my car got stolen out of his driveway. Did he steal it? No, somebody else did, and we ended up finding it out in the middle of the woods somewhere. Somebody took all the parts off. It was like nothing was left of it. They rubbished through everything. It was not drivable. Wow. And I was like, okay, this is totally a sign. Like, I cannot be with this guy. Uh, never <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for sure. I, I guess see the logic. Yeah. <laughs> that was from yesterday's show. Later on in the show, we were asking people what the weirdest reason you've broken up with someone is. And there were some great phone calls and great responses. 
So we're asking the question right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we can get some more. Because there's a thread going viral on Reddit about what's the weirdest reason you broke up with someone. And the answers are hilarious. I, I hope that somebody comes up with something more wild than blaming the car theft on, <laughs> yeah. on the relationship. He had nothing to do with it. It was just her car got stolen and she could not date him anymore. Yeah. Call us up right now. 888-343-1061. 888-343-1061. We'll go over some more of the posts from Reddit of the weirdest reasons people have broken up with someone and... Here's some more hilarious stories coming up right after this. It's the Jubal Show. She took off her shoes and socks and she had six toes. Oh, cool. And Yeah. I mean, I feel like a total jerk, but I just couldn't get it out of my head. After you couldn't that. get over the six toes. <laughs> See, everybody has their things that they're into and they're not into. If I was to find someone... And da- if I was dating someone and they told me they had a six toe, I'd be so excited. I mean, I really don't think that's something that would freak me out. It'd be like, can I see it? I would just want to play with that cute little toe all day long. I would tell what? everybody. Yeah, I would. I would tell everybody. Be like, look at this. I know. See, that's why she would probably break up with me. You. Right. <laughs> because she'd be like, dude, I just need someone who's not so obsessed with my six toe. Right. I'd be like, what are you talking about? It's cute. Charles. What? I might name it Charles. You would definitely get dumped for that. I would definitely name the six toe. Do not name my toe Charles. (laughs) It's the Jubal Show. All of the things. My body part. I mean, I know we're not talking about me, but if anybody's like, can you not name me Charles? (laughs) Sir Charlie Toensworth? (laughs) Is that a little better? (laughs) (laughs) It's the Jubal Show. Asking the question, what's the weirdest reason you've broken up with someone? There's a thread going viral on Reddit. That phone call was from yesterday. We asked the question later in the show, and the responses were hilarious. So we figured to give you the opportunity right now to also answer the question, what's the weirdest reason that you've broken up with someone? We'll go over some more of the responses from Reddit in a second, too. Nina, is there any, like, what's the weirdest reason that you've broken up with someone? This is going to sound sad, but but it's really not. So I've never actually broken up with anybody before. I'm always the one that gets broken up with, but I've stopped seeing somebody. Like, I just remember being at the pool in Vegas and I was having the best time. I met this dude that was going to be my weekend boyfriend. We're like making out, having the best time until he took off his sunglasses. And I was like, oh yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. His eyes just were a little bit shifty. (laughs) What? (laughs) I wasn't trying to have that. He was sunglass fishing me. What do you mean by that? So I was out. Is it hat fishing and sunglass fishing is a real thing? It's a real thing. So I don't know if that counts, but yeah, I've never broken up with anybody for real, for real. But you stop stop seeing them. There are people that are wearing sunglasses and they look super hot to me and they take them off and it's just like, hmm. That didn't line up, right? Yeah, no. Sunglasses were very big, weren't they? Yeah. (laughs) You used to always keep the sunglasses on? It was the same thing when we were wearing masks, remember? It was like, oh, okay, now you're mask fishing me. Oh, mask fishing was really bad during COVID. There'd be so many times you're like, man. Woo! <laughs> and the mask comes off. You're like, oh, no, wait. You're dating someone for two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you met r- r- during COVID. If I take the mask off, and you're like, wait a second, I don't even know you anymore. Oh, that's funny. Call us 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061. Text in four one zero six one. What is the weirdest reason you've broken up with somebody? This. The- 
Well, I was just going to say this one off of the article is also so relatable with the whole fishing thing. So this girl was talking about how she went to a Halloween party and she hooked up with a dude that was dressed as Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. And then they started dating and she realized that he just looked like a pirate all the time. <laughs> was like, that was not a costume. Yeah. He actually thinks he's a pirate. God, that R wasn't just cute for the night. Or even worse, it was actually Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Call us 888 888- Three four three one zero six one. Text in four one zero six one. What is the weirdest reason you've broken up with someone, Victoria? I've never actually broken up with anyone either. Oh, we're so like cute and sad. At the same oh, time. Well, I've never got. I've never been in an actual relationship, so right. it's not like I've gotten dumped either. You stop like, talking to people though. Yeah, you ghost people all the time. Actually, okay. Yeah, you do. Yeah, actually. The way to call me out, guys. Okay. <laughs> I will say the worst one though was when I went out with a guy and we were supposed to go get food. He got me a. Chick-fil-A like kids meal and then we went back to his house and I showed up later after the date at my apartment and I just had really bad hickeys all over my neck like my cousin gasped when I walked through the door and I was meeting my mom in five days uh-huh. and I had to pull out all the remedies <laughs> so you're like did you warn him like don't give me a hickey I did halfway through but I didn't think it was that bad and so then I was like I'm never talking to this guy again like that's a no and the kids meal had nothing to do with it Victoria it was just the hickeys no, but I did want like an actual meal and he helped me a kid's meal, but I was like, okay. <laughs> so it did have a little bit to do with it. Well, that tracks. Yeah. Kid's meal from Chick-fil-A. I need a woman's meal from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What's the weirdest reason you've broken up with somebody? Somebody texted in and said that she was constantly saying Chipotle. Chipotle. Instead of Chipotle. Chipotle. I, yeah, the way that they describe Yeah, Chipotle. No, that's what it was. Chipotle. Yeah. That was like the Friday one that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I why, stopped talking to this girl because she, she would text and say every single Friday, Happy f- happy Friday. And she would spell it with a W. Like a little kid. And I was like, I cannot do Fridays. I'm not a Friday type person. That's just unfortunate. I'm a Friday sounds like a party. Yeah, yeah, now it does. At that time in my life, though, I was not a Friday type person. Right. I was Friday with a hard R. <laughs> now I would totally be like, yay, Friday. You bet you never one of those again. I know. If I would only met her just a little later in life, man, we could have had a, every single day could have been a Friday. Oh, man. This time, timing is real. But, you know what? There are a lot of people that say Chipotle instead of Chipotle. That's wrong. Stop doing that. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I I've just, heard that a bunch. I don't know about the Chipotle, but I just I hear like pumpkin instead of pumpkin. You like pumpkin, you know? Huh? Oh yeah. Isn't that like a cute way of saying oh. like pumpkin spice? Because now it's like pumpkin spice season almost. So pumpkin. It's <laughs> borderline Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what is the weirdest reason you've broken up someone, producer Brett? Yeah, I, I get, like like I think we have a bunch of damaged people in this room because this whole side of the table never breaks up with anybody. We just stop scheduling them into our lives. Well, well I was just saying more that I've just been dumped, but oh, that's right, okay. Right. Okay. Well, the opposite. I've never been dumped. Oh, okay. maybe you should try that. I would love it. It's a game you know? changer. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's that fun. I've been with really people that are not good for me. So it, getting dumped is cleaner. I've been with people that hate me for some reason in a relationship, and then I'm like, why are they even with me? And then I end up leaving because I have to because I have to protect myself because I'm ah. usually being mentally abused. And then I go, and then they go, and then they're like, what? why are you leaving? And then I'm like, because you hate me. I gotta go find my fly day. Yeah, you've been telling me every single day of this relationship what a piece of trash I am. Or shouldn't you be happy? 
<laughs> I'm taking out the trash. For you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I, well, I, I once almost broke up with somebody for naming my eyebrow hairs. What? I can't get over the, the six. You, earlier, you were naming the sixth toe that that person must have had. Yeah, Charles. I yeah, I, st- <laughs> I stopped uh, seeing somebody because they kept naming my eyebrow hairs. What? Like, what were their names? Well, well they did various things because I, I have this thing where my eyebrow hairs get really long, and then, so like sh- the long one would be like, "Oops, Sally just said hi." Well, it was always like it was like Rupert. Stuff Ew. like that. I mean, it's funny now looking back on it. I think it's pretty funny. I love that. But it's like, not a terrible name for an eyebrow hair, you know. Yeah, but then but then she would pull them. Ow. Okay, that's the part that would bug me. Yeah. Well, why don't you just tell her not to? My do body, that? my choice. That makes no sense to me. Why you would break up with somebody? I over did that say. You, just, you think I just be like? I don't like when you do that. You think I just went? Oh, thanks. No, I was like, ow, don't do that. <laughs> I had to stop talking to someone because they kept wanting to pluck my eyebrow hairs with yeah, tweezers. And I let them, but they, but it just bugged me because they always just wanted to pluck my eyebrows. Like, always. Always. Like, I want to do something other than lay here trying to watch something and having you pluck my eyebrow hairs. She was trying to tell you something, both of you. Well, but I get my eyebrow like, I, at that time, my life was getting them waxed. Okay, well. So they were pretty manageable, and I would trim them a lot. Well, you know, my eyebrow maintenance was pretty on point, but she just wanted, I don't know. I don't know why she. Would, maybe she had a weird thing that I didn't know about <laughs> with eyebrow hair and plucking them, okay. or just upsetting you. Yeah, or just bugging me. Maybe that's what it was. But I just think that it's also a sign to just groom yourself. Like if women are trying to help you, like Dude, your nose hairs. That, can I trim your nose hair for you? That's because well, I don't yeah. like when they're hanging out of your nose. Okay, that's but, the thing. But I, no. I've always groomed myself no. and kept my, with my eyebrows. What do you like, mean? And, no, and no. my nose hair. Well, if I came up to my girlfriend and I was like, "Hey, trim your eyebrows." <laughs> You well, how does that go over? You wouldn't say it. Like that. Let me get, let me get, I got some tweezers. Here. Let me get your nose or, hairs. Yeah, they're watching a show, and you then you get up. Me? You this get up is and a go to the bathroom. Keep watching the so. show. I'm just going to pluck your nose hairs because you got so many. <laughs> yeah, enjoy, enjoy <laughs> Housewives of Orange County. Pluck, pluck, pluck. Well, if you're doing it to help her out, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's not the energy with which it is met. <laughs> yeah. That's always that's always what is said before you go, okay, cool, I'll take your advice and I'll help you out with that. And then you do it and then it's like, what? First date follow-up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at advocateslaw.com. Rebecca is on the phone today for our first date follow-up and she's getting ghosted by a dude named Justin. So we're about to talk to her about her date and see if we can figure out why she's getting ghosted. But before that, Rebecca, how long has it been since you heard from Justin? Uh, it's been a couple days. Like it's been like since the actually since the date night. Okay, so we're, are we sure that you're being ghosted? If it's only been a few days, well, I think so. I mean, like if I have a good time, then I like keeping that communication. Like let's throw a few texts out, funny like memes or something like that. Like if I feel it, then I go with it. Well, how many times did you reach out to him? I mean, like a you that night and then like the next day like hey like there were just some things in conversation that reminded me of him he had talked about his dog so i was like oh look at this like really cute meme of this dog and then there's like a tiktok of a dog so you know there's just a couple of those things that i threw out there and not even like haha or oh my gosh that reminds me of my dog nothing and i know we had a good time so i'm like why are you ghosting me like everything was great we even, like, made out a little bit. So, like, I know it was great. Okay. Well, tell us about the date. We met in this cute area. Then we went to dinner, and then we walked down and went to this bar, had a couple drinks. Like, you see, like, it just it kept going, and it was flowing. And that's where I'm like, cool, 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 but now what's going on? 
Okay. At dinner, like, there was always conversation going. There was never a breaking conversation. We both had a couple glasses of wine. It was this really cute Italian place. And then after the conversation went that way, and we even had dessert, too. Like, this, this dinner date wasn't long. It was <laughs> like splitting tiramisu, you know? Yeah. And so that's when we were both like, yeah, let's continue this conversation. Like, this is going really well. Like, of course, we talked about work and our families and our, our pets and stuff like that. And then there was just more I think we both wanted to get to know about each other. So it was a perfect summer night. I was looking so cute, by the way. I had, like, this great outfit on. And then... Oh, we were just like, yeah, there's this bar down the street. And it was one of those bars, too. You know, sometimes you go into a bar and you can't hear a word that each other says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one was like, okay, it was a cute little wine bar. And we knew that we were going to talk some more. And I was just so excited to get to know more, even about, like, like he had talked about his sister getting married this summer. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like, tell me more about that. And that's when... Again, I was just like, all right, I'm not ready for this date to end. And that's where I was I was thinking, like, well, then let's just go back to your house. Like, if it's still going well, then we can even sit on the couch and have, like, another glass of wine or something. Okay, so in all of that, do you think that there's anything that may have happened that could be why he's ghosting you, if he is? Well, how did he react also to you saying, like, to go over to Yeah, his- good point. I don't know. I'm a pretty forward person, mm-hmm. and... I mean, you ladies know, like, if you're feeling the vibe, then you're feeling the vibe. So when I was feeling the vibe, I was like, okay, I did throw it out there first. And maybe he is a little old school because he wasn't really receptive to doing that. He's like, no, like, maybe next time. Let's not do that. And I just, that was a little off-putting because it was like putting the brakes on the car. Could that be why he's ghosting you? You wanted to go back? I can't imagine. What guy would not want the girl to at least want to go back. I mean, it's hard, though. When you're a forward person, that can be scary to some people because I'm pretty forward, too. So mm. it's like, you know Me what too. you want. So yeah. it's like, are you in or not? Because Exactly. And he, I knew I knew you would know. And he's like really freaking hot. So I'm like, <laughs> if we did, you know, hook up, I would have been OK with that, too. All right. Well, we'll see if we can figure it out. Then we'll play a song. Come back. And then call him and see if he'll tell us why he's ghosting you and maybe get you a second chance if you still want one, okay? Okay, you guys are the best. Get your first day follow-up next. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. First date follow-up. Powered by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. Online at AdvocatesLaw.com. If you're just joining us, Rebecca is on the phone and she is getting ghosted by a dude named Justin. So we're about to call him and see if he'll tell us why he's ghosting her and maybe get her another date if she's still interested. But before we do that, Rebecca, why don't you refresh our memory on your date with Justin real quick? Yeah, sure. Like We had a great date. We met, walked to dinner, had dinner, which lasted pretty long. And then we had drinks, so the day got longer. And then he put the brakes on it when I said, hey, let's go back to your house. Let's, you know, let's sit on the couch, have more wine, talk, you know, maybe, maybe something else. And then he hasn't talked to you since, right? Mm-mm, not a word. All right, well, we're about to call him right now and see if we can figure it out. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right, here we go. Hello? Hi, may I speak to Justin, please? Yeah, is it? Justin, how are you, man? My name is Jubal. I host a radio show, and it's called The Jubal Show. Yeah, hi, Justin. The whole show is here. Mm-hmm. I'm Nina. <laughs> hi, and I'm Victoria. Uh, hi. Um, yeah, hello. This is unexpected. What's going on? Have you ever listened to the show before? I, I, I don't think I have. I'm sorry to say. No worries. Well, we're calling you because we do a segment on the show. It's called the first date follow-up. What that is, is if you go on a date with someone and then you end up ghosting them, that person can email us to get you on the phone and ask why you're ghosting them. Okay. And so we got an um, email about you from someone that you're uh-huh. ghosting. I mean, I, I don't go on that many dates, so I have to presume this is um, Rebecca. Yeah, your presumption is presumed correctly. <laughs> yes, it's Rebecca. She emailed us and said that um, you're ghosting her, and she doesn't know why. Would you mind? You know, would you be cool telling us? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess so. Um, it, I don't know. It's it's weird because it was like a really good date, 
and I uh, really liked her, you know, and it, it was, I mean, it was almost like a, a hookup at the end of the night kind of thing, um, but I'm not really a hookup on the first date kind of guy. Okay. Um, but I, so I, I said no to her, like coming back to my place, you know, but it was fine. Like I, I was going to follow through, follow up. I was already looking forward to the next date or whatever. And then I, I got back to my place and I was looking out my window and I could see her like out in her car for like an hour after that, um, texting me and just like sitting in the parking lot, text me about like, Hey, if you change your mind, I can still like come over. And I mean, the first time was kind of funny and cute, but after like an hour of this, it, it was a little like, I don't know, red flaggy, you know? She kept asking to come over? Yeah. Yeah, essentially. And um, rather than just like, hey, that was a good day. Let's plan for another one. I'm just like persistently texting about like, but like, are you sure you're, I could just like come right up, you know? You said you looked out your window? So you're telling me she was yeah. at your place? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. like I could, I was watching it happen real time from oh. my vantage point. Can I defend myself here? Um. Hey, Justin, that's Rebecca. She's on the phone, been listening, and wants to talk to you. Well, let's go to my side. So here's the thing. Like, yes, I did sit in my car, but I first of all, I just want to make sure you had a good time. Secondly. I didn't want to go home and then you change your mind and get in my pajamas and take my makeup off and get all settled. Cause like once I get home, I'm home and I'm not coming out. So that's why I did that because I thought, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, does he not want to hook up on the first date? Like what guy doesn't want to hook up on the first date? Like, um, no guy ever. They all want to hook up on the first date. <laughs> so that's where I'm like, come on. Seriously. I mean, like, uh, well, I mean I'm, I'm just like, not that kind of guy. Um, and I, I really did have a good time. I, I was planning on scheduling another date with you. I'm just not like, I am not a hookup on a first date kind of guy, you know? And it, it was just a little weird for me to see you sitting out there, like texting me. But did you not like for, feel the vibe during the date? Like, didn't you feel that connection? Like we went to I, dinner. I mean, like, well, of of course I did. That's what I'm saying. But like, just because there's a vibe doesn't mean like, well, we're going to sleep together. I, I mean, you said every guy wants to hook up. I, I don't, personally. <laughs> then you're lying. Like, every guy, <laughs> especially if you have a girl, if you have a girl who is across from you that, you know, I mean, I would say I'm at least an 8 out of 10, and that we talked about literally everything. Like, that means there's got to be some sexual attraction like okay then what is what else is she about like what else can she do but like but i i was going to schedule a follow-up date until you got weird about it you know and now this is even weirder i gotta say like calling a radio to about this like it's not weird are you calling me weird like (laughs) this is not weird like they you like jubal and like they're like friends that's just what it is like every morning we hang out and I knew that they could help me. And so, and they are, so it's not weird at all. It is pretty weird. This is one of the weirder phone calls I've ever gotten at work. I gotta be honest. What's weird is that you didn't want to hook up on the first day. Also weird that you didn't text me back like at all, like be a man, grow up, communicate with me. And that's not weird. Whoa. Uh, right then. Um, no, thank you. 
I just, you know, in the future, no, thank you, Rebecca. I just, you know, I'm kind of curious about the thought process of sitting outside of his apartment, though. Like, I could see how that may be a bit off-putting. Now, I relate to you on the being a straightforward type of a person, but at his house. But don't you also have it where, like, once you get home and you take your bra off, you're like, this bra is not coming back on? <laughs> I mean, but of course. But once somebody says no one time, you go home. Well, I'm sorry, but I expected him to be a normal guy. I expected him <laughs> to want to, like, have drinks and hook up. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. I'm- Justin, would you... Would you like to go on another date with Rebecca? We'll pay for it. No, no, I, I don't think so. Not after this. I'm good too. Thanks. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Justin and Rebecca. Thank you for listening. And you know, you'll fi- you'll find a normal guy out there. <laughs> I'm sure if you look to the right yeah. right now, there's one watching you. If you throw a rock, you'll hit one. Yeah, <laughs> easily. And for you, Justin, keep on not giving up your goods on the first night because it is a respectable <laughs> thing and very rare to find. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I'm about to throw a rock because I'm frustrated, but I still love you guys. I just want you to know. <laughs> Have fun. Good luck. <laughs> Jubal's first date follow-up. It's time for What's Trending with Nina. There is a new Beat the Heat beauty hack that Ooh. has gone viral. So today around here is a little bit sticky, but <laughs> actually you might like it. So what you do is to wipe off the sweat, to freshen up your face, make sure you feel clean so you're not sticky all day long, mm-hmm. is to stick your face wipes in the freezer, like your Cetaphil wipes or your Neutrogena face wipes or whatever your face wipes are. The guys are looking at us. I use coconut oil face wipes. Okay. Yeah, Conscious Coconut. It's a great company. Ooh. I use just actual coconuts. What? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The outside of them? (laughs) That's probably not good for your skin because that's very rough. I don't think. (laughs) I thought it was exfoliating. Uh, okay, so back I to the coconut, wipes. Oh, I put the coconut oil wipes in my in my nose too for a while. Nice. Feels good. What? It's moisturizing. Too. Okay, why the freezer? Anyway, so <laughs> thank you, Victoria. So back to the freezer. Well, I think it's kind of obvious. It makes them cold. So then when you take them out of the freezer, they're almost hard. Like you can break them apart, and you just kind of take it to your face or any of your body parts to cool you off and clean you up pretty quickly but if you want to take it like out like in your purse it's gonna melt and then your purse is gonna get all gross well that's why you put it in the freezer so you're not taking it with you to go it's like you pop back home or maybe you're at work and you got a freezer there for a little quick little fresh up but it's not for your purse oh i was thinking it was like travel well unless you put it in like a lunchbox you know you can put it in a lunchbox with one of those big ice things things, my grandma always used to do that what's that your lunch face wipe yeah I'm freezing my face wipes. That is not a bad idea. Wipe my face with some frozen wipes soon. A whole summer kit? Then you can have those Summer's Eve's wipes ready to go to. (laughs) Tell me your to-do list is short. All right. Ladies, you understood that reference. Uh, Anyways. Oh, we we understood. That's what's trending. The entire internet is ripping one groomzilla this morning. (laughs) And his whole family has already said they're not going to his wedding. All because of the way he plans to pay for the wedding. Okay, this is the interesting part. How? It's not OnlyFans. Okay. He hasn't started an OnlyFans account, which I don't think would probably make very much money. <laughs> well, or, well, maybe, you never know. Uh, why not? I'm sure it would. <laughs> Depends on what he's doing. Okay. <laughs> Weddings, Excuse me, Jubal knows. <laughs> yeah. Weddings are super expensive. <laughs> and this 39-year-old groom posted on Reddit his plan to pay for the wedding. And he said he plans to sell a very old painting by a lesser known artist that's apparently worth five figures. Oh, wow. 
He inherited the painting, though, from his father who passed away in January. So it's a family heirloom. And he wants to sell that to pay for his wedding. And now his whole family is angry. And the entire Internet is saying that he's one of the worst people in the world right now. Really? Part of me feels like, wouldn't your father want you to have the wedding that you wanted? I mean, I don't know. I'm sentimental and I keep a lot of things as well, especially Mm -hmm. like from my grandparents. But the other part of me is like, well, if this was my dream and the only way I can achieve it is that my father gave me the resources to have it. Wouldn't that be okay? Right. I mean, I don't know. That's what they're that's what people are arguing about. Is it okay? Isn't it okay? The guy that plans to sell the painting to pay for his wedding said that he has plenty of other good memories from his father and he doesn't need a fancy heirloom to remember him by. He also wrote on the Reddit thread that after some discussion, me and my wife-to-be decided that we would like to sell the heirloom to pay for the wedding. Of course she did. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, that's fine. Yeah, let's sell more heirlooms. You got any more heirlooms we could sell? Um, The groom's younger brother said that he's not going to go to the wedding and he's not going to talk to his brother anymore because they're selling the painting. I guess that's how important it is to the family. Really? Why doesn't he just buy him out if he's so mad about it? That's a lot of money, Vic. Toria. Well, but then it'd be his, and then he doesn't have to sell it. He probably doesn't have the resources to do that. Oh, well, would, would be my guess. But can he fight him over it then? Like, is like it- a real, like, get, like actually, like physically fight over it? Well, They're brothers, like Judge match? Judy. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it was an heirloom passed down, can you go to like a lawyer and be like, "Hey, half of this is technically mine"? You've probably already done that, right? I'm oh, sure that's you why could try. He has it. Yeah, I'm sure you could try to do that. But if it was willed to somebody. But me, I have no choice. Ooh. Would you sell a family heirloom to pay for a wedding? All day. Nina? What? Producer Brad, definitely. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, yes, depending on what it was, but I want to say yes, because if I have that, thank you, thanks to my father, for example, then he would want me to use it to how would I want. Like, that's, I seriously think that's what my dad would say. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You know? I was thinking that, too. I was thinking the same thing. Like if you were a parent who willed them to somebody and they wanted to get married and they wanted to sell it, probably you'd be supportive. Like, okay, that's great. I gave them something and now they can use it for their marriage, which will hopefully be long and last a long time. And then they'll have somebody to give a painting to when they go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> the, the only reason why I would, would, somebody would hesitate though is like if they hate her. Like if the person that you're getting married to is like, well, this isn't even going to last and you're wasting our painting on something like that. But because that would also be my dad. You know, as long as you love this man, (laughs) he's be like, I'll haunt you. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Somebody on Reddit said your father trusted you with this item for whatever reason. So you should not sell it to pay for your wedding. I mean, he's being ripped. Both the the bride and the groom. But this the guy's plan is to sell it. So he's being ripped. But like nobody's really said that they support it online, and this whole family says that they don't even want to go to the wedding because he's planning to sell. So now, if if you were gonna sell that, if you if you had a family heirloom and you were planning on selling it to pay for your wedding, but then your family was like, "Hey, don't sell the painting, or we're not gonna go to the wedding," would you still do it, knowing that your family's not gonna go? It would probably be a bigger conversation. But at the end of the day, it's mine. (laughs) (laughs) I think Nina's answer is yes all day. What are you doing? Well, just even opening it up to everybody, right? Like the one, all of you guys listening right now, if you've ever inherited something, somebody willed that to you, they gave it to you. 
Now all of a sudden, are there rules on what you're allowed to do with what you were given to? It's not about trusting. It's saying, I want you to have this unless there was a larger conversation. Like my grandma's like, that necklace can only be yours forever. Get buried in it. Then that's a different story. Mm-hmm. You know what uh, I mean? Here's a breath. Yeah, I, see, here's the thing. I think I, I'm with Nina. It's it's this guy's painting. can do whatever he wants with it, first of all. Second of all, you shouldn't be spending very much money on a wedding, period. <laughs> that's uh, the other thing. Yeah, well. like, that's just a silly decision. It's just burning money. Like, just go have a cool party and then bounce around the world. Maybe he could use some of the money for that. But the other, other thing is, if you don't want to come to my wedding, great. That saves me money. I can now sell the painting for less. But I was just about to say that. What? what if what if this is just a genius plan by the groom? He's actually yeah. just trying to get people to not go to the wedding. So he's not going to sell the painting either. He's just getting people to cancel and say they don't want to go to the wedding. So he's saving all kinds of... No wonder he's getting married. That. He's a catch. He's saving all kinds of cash. None of that makes sense. I know what I'll do, babe. I'll just say I'm going to sell the family heirloom, and then everybody's not going to go to the wedding, and then we can just do it at a courthouse and then go on vacation. We don't even need to sell the painting. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, I don't know if that's genius or just heartless. I'm not really sure. How is it any different than the ring getting passed? Like, oh, I'm going to use this ring, and them get it remade and all this other how's it any heirlooms are involved because in weddings all the time yeah but you're using it and you're turning it into something more beautiful yeah like turning a painting into a beautiful wedding uh, it's a he said he can get five figures for this painting that his dad gave him when he passed away oh, oh that's a cheap wedding anyway we're good yeah wait <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, is, what five figures is anything between 10 and 99 yeah thousand yes yeah 10 and 99 oh yeah no well, I mean, oh, yeah, the six figure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I failed. I failed pre-algebra, so as we all just know. change our argument, <laughs> yeah. under a hundred thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> why are we so mad about it then? Well, well a ten thousand dollar painting. This, Who cares? Well, maybe the dad. Maybe it's fifty thousand or sixty Probably or not. eighty. Not in this economy. That's oh. a new car, though. Oh, yeah. well, clearly it's a wedding. Yeah, I guess in most weddings are new cars. They cost about as much as a new car. Yeah. Call us up, 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061. Hey, Mike. Hey. Hey, man, would you sell a family heirloom in order to pay for your wedding? So I actually inherited a family heirloom from my great-grandfather who was in World War One. He, I think it's more of a cultural thing. Like, if it's something that means something deep to you, your family, your culture... Like, it, it could be, you know, it's worth, this thing's worth, like, I don't know, three quarters of a million dollars. The one you I've have? Been wow. sitting on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I've been sitting on it, and it's like. Don't sit on it. It's worth a I, lot. There, was, I, there were, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, there were times where I was, I was, you know, in a tight spot for some, for money, and. I could have used it to pay for my house instead of financing my house. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. Is there anything, no, Mike, that you would sell that painting for? Like, or whatever the heirloom is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's a painting, if, right? If it was something, if, if it was something that would save my kid's life, maybe. Okay. 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 Yeah, I think I would support that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that is definitely something, but that's the only thing that would get you to part with that painting. Yeah, dude. Like that's. I mean, you know, that thing has survived two world wars. Wow. Uh, the civil rights movement as <laughs> like a piece of history that yeah. I get to own that nobody else gets to see until I decide to show it. That is, but, like, I don't understand why that dude, I don't understand why that guy wouldn't like 
loan it to a museum because museums will pay you to loan. Yeah, oh. they will. See, because you're smart. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> uh, have you ever loaned your painting to a museum? Uh, I did. I did. But I loaned it to like a local home, like a small museum that I knew the people. And I was like, hey, <laughs> nobody can touch it and all this other stuff. And yeah, That's it, was, cool. it was very, it was very contractually heavy. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Would you like to loan it to our studio? We'll put it up in here. <laughs> How much are you going to give her uh, for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you are a smart man because yes. you cannot trust the people right here with that. Thank you for your phone call, dude. At all. We'll give you enough money to buy yeah. a new phone. Yeah, have a good one. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. Hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for What's Trending with Nina. Is Taco Tuesday your jam? Yes, I was just talking yeah. about that. Okay, well, if it is, it just got better because thanks to Taco Bell, they are giving away free tacos on the 15th, 22nd, 29th, and September 5th. What? Yes. Why well, are those dates? Specific Doritos Locos tacos will be free everywhere in the country except for New Jersey. It's <laughs> <laughs> a void in New Jersey for some reason. And I'll tell you why. So the whole reason they want to do this is because they're celebrating the liberation of Taco Tuesday. So there were all different companies that were trying to have the trademark of Taco Tuesday. And then everybody decided to just give it up and let it be free and let mm. Taco Tuesday just be something that anybody can claim. Oh, good. However, in New Jersey, there's a restaurant that's been <laughs> in business since 1979 wow. and they've been calling it Taco Tuesday since then so they're not giving up their trademark Taco Bell even called this restaurant it's like a mom and pop place Aww. and they've even called them to be like you know do you want to liberate Taco Tuesday so you know we can give away free tacos in New Jersey and they're like nope we're going to go ahead and keep our Taco Tuesday and you can wait for New off. Jersey to be New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> right that's exactly yeah. the behavior you would expect uh, get out of here yeah, yeah. yeah. and we give up Taco Tuesday get <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. So, that, so that's what's happening. The liberation of Taco Tuesday has granted us all free. Can you believe they came and asked if we'd give up Taco Tuesday? Tacos. <laughs> you got to do it with the You end. know what? Yeah, I can't do it very well. Nina can do it because you lived in New York for a while. I know, but mine's more New York yeah. than it is Jersey. So. Wait, can you do it? The Jersey. The Jersey. The Jersey. I don't know. No, I need a minute. Yeah. I got to warm up into we got it. Tacos here. Babe. <laughs> the babe. Babe. You're not going to believe what <laughs> Cabs here. Yeah. <laughs> they were calling from California or something. I don't know. I'm going to drive over there and take their Taco Tuesday. And come tell me to give up my Taco Tuesday. I'm no, taking every Taco Tuesday on the way down there, too. Call up Vinny. <laughs> that's the kind of energy that is so hot to me, by the way. Oh, my really? God. Really? got in so much trouble back there. Because I'm just like, I'll oh, say that again. Yeah. <laughs>
some guy named Mindy is sitting at his house and he gets a phone call and he's like, they what? <laughs> All right, we'll go right now. I'll grab my bat. Yeah, I'll grab my bat. Let's go. We'll take talk on Tuesday from everybody. <laughs> oh, so hot. Anyway. <laughs> Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. Hello? Hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? You have a dirty little secret? Yes, I do. Um, are you ready now? Oh, we're ready. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, um, I was with my ex for four years, and he ended up cheating on me. I found out, whatever. Uh-huh. So, I left him, um, and as I was leaving him, his best friend's dad, which is like 50 or something, he messaged me. He's like, oh, you're beautiful, and he's making me feel hella good. Um, some of the things that he didn't do right. And we ended up hooking up about three times. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole time my ex was trying to get back with me. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, yeah, no, you got to do some things. You have to prove yourself, this, that, and the other. But the other guy, the dad, was willing to, like, get me a ring. And he was talking about marriage. And all Whoa. That. Wow. So did you ever yeah. tell your ex that you were banging somebody's dad? His friend's dad. So, um... So I told him once he wanted to get back together, right? And I told him, well, actually, since you want to get back together, I got to tell you this because I want you to know, like, hey, this is how you're going to get back together with me, right? And he started crying. He got really upset. And he's like, you're lying. You're lying, right? So I ended up telling him, but I only told him the one time. I didn't tell him three. <laughs> Did you get back together <laughs> with him? Um, yeah. And what happened was we were together for three months and then he cheated on me again. Oh, oh my God. goodness. And then I told him, you know what? I miss your uh, friend's dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, well you'll always and forever have that yes and that is a great dirty oh, little yeah. secret and appreciate you telling it to us can you put that on a t-shirt <laughs> I mess with your friend's dad yeah. <laughs> and she means it put that on a baseball a dad hat <laughs> yeah break my heart I'll break your dad's lap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you thanks for telling us your, that does need to be on a shirt <laughs> Thank you so much for Thank that. Thank you. All right, see you later. Bye. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Can we create Jubal Show merch and put that yeah. on there? That might need to be the first piece of merch. 100%. I'm writing that down. Now all I picture is, you know when you play that balloon game and you just sit on it until it pops? I just picture somebody going so hard trying to break the dad's lap. What's your dirty little secret? Text Jubal to 41061. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. 